This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I would just like to welcome everyone that has just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. I'm Alana Willifee with Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. Today we're going to be discussing the topic of hope. And I think in this time that we are in, many are struggling with hopelessness. And um, some of us have lost loved ones, even our jobs, or some are struggling financially, or even with our health. But in the midst of all of this, God is a God of hope. And Jeremiah 29:11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. So today I have a very special guest at this pastor, David Scullard, and we are going to be discussing the topic of hope. And I trust that this message will lift your spirit and restore your hope. So welcome, Pastor David Scullard. Good afternoon, Alana. Um, Pastor Scullard, I'm going to I'm going to call you David from from now onwards. Um, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry and what you've been involved in? Yeah, sure. Now, it's uh, firstly um, good afternoon to every listener and uh, thank you for this opportunity. Um, yes, Alana, I'm, I'm a pastor at a congregation in Durbanville uh, called mm-hmm. Powerhouse Church Durbanville, and we focus a lot on the family there. So our focus is families, and the reason we do that is if we can help families, um, marriages, parents, children, and all people uh, to be strong families, strong as a family, then we can be strong as a spiritual family. And uh, then we can really have a, a huge impact um, on our communities and on all people for God's kingdom purposes. So that's our passion at church. And then I'm also a counselor and a okay. personal development coach. Um, and where my passion is to really help people in a one-on-one uh, setup, coaching sessions. And um, my focus is to help them to achieve their goals and also to help them with their various personal and business challenges and to help them to find balance, balance in life. Mm. And um, and in a way, uh, I would like to be an outlet for people where they can just come and speak uh, freely uh, okay. in a place where they can feel comfortable and it's confidential. So almost like in a counseling <clears throat> capacity. Yes, yeah. So okay. I basically what I do is I, um, I try to combine the two disciplines, if I could okay. say that. So counseling and coaching. So counseling uh, where people come and they discuss the challenges, uh, but also people need coaching as well. How do you deal with those challenges now? Um, how do you uh, uh, achieve mm. your goals? How do you, you, you need an accountability yes, partner. Yes, so, definitely. Uh, yeah. Now that is awesome. And um, yeah, and tell me how long have you been in ministry for? I've been in ministry. I have to think a bit about that. <laughs> it's been uh, yes. uh, about 17, I would say 17 going on 18 years. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's been a, yeah, it's been been a, a while. <laughs> a, been a long time. And um, I'd just, just like to ask you, would you want to share a little bit about your testimony and how you got saved, how you got involved in ministry? And I, I think that would be yeah, powerful. Yes, yeah, no, sure. Um, yeah, it was about 20 years ago. Um, I was visiting a church and uh, um, so, but I was not saved yet. 
And uh, I really went through a difficult time. Um, mm. And I, 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 I uh, it just ended a difficult relationship. Um, sure. Got back from the UK after a two-year working holiday visa that I was on. Um, and it was, a, it was a difficult time for me. Mm. I had financial challenges, sure. um, really struggling to find myself in life and didn't know where I was heading um, and hurt through mm. few relationships. And I turned to alcohol and I, I drank too much. <laughs> um, so I think uh, like yeah. I know a lot of people do and uh, um, I'm not proud of it, but I know that mm. it's part of the story and uh, it's part of what formed me and I saw what does not work. I was mm. looking for the answers in all the wrong places. Mm. I, I was living like the world wanted me to live. And then everything changed one evening. Sure. I got a phone call and my brother was in a car accident. And I just thought to myself, um, I heard that that he uh, his car was a write-off and sure. they took him to hospital uh, in an ambulance and I didn't know how serious it was. Mm. And um, what happened was I, I, I started to pray and I, and I said, God, please, can you save my brother? If you, can, if you save him, then I will dedicate my whole life to you. Sure. And it was a big commitment. Yes, um, definitely. So, but, uh, but I think in, in the end, it was not the only reason why I did mm. it. I knew that I was seeking for something, some meaning in my life. Yes. And that was only the last straw, if I could call it. And wow. that's the last thing that led me to this big mm. decision. And I got down on my knees. Um, I stayed with a few friends and then uh, I, they were not at home that evening. And I sat in this bride room we had and I went down on my knees and I prayed. Sure. I said, Lord, I've had enough. I tried mm. for all these years to do things my way and it has not worked. It, nothing worked. Sure. And then I gave my life to the, the Lord. And I said, Lord, just, just take everything of my life. I give you yes. everything. And I can honestly say that everything changed after that. Sure. Um, yes, I still had a lot of challenges. I still had to work through a lot of things in life. But for the first time in my life, I knew that things would be okay mm. because God was on my side. And I started to experience God in new ways. I started to see him everywhere. Mm. He started to speak to me through people. I would um, get a scripture on my, on my phone, uh, on my PC, Somebody would literally come and put a, the same scripture on my PC. Sure. Um, I would, uh, everywhere I went, God just, mm. he, he was in my face. And, and, it, yeah. and that is so amazing when God reveals himself to you in so many different ways. But that same message comes across. Yes, it's, it's so, uh, no, yes. it's, it's, it's so, uh, so powerful because then you, you realize the realness mm. of your relationship with God. And, and I can honestly say that throughout the last 20 years, um, it has just gotten better. I mean, my relationship mm. with God, um, yes, there's always your ups and downs, but with God on mm. your side, you know that, as I said, what I experienced 20 years ago, that things will be okay yes. because God guides us. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, a, it's just a wonderful journey. And uh, I just honor God for what he's done. Um, and I've still got a lot to learn. I believe I'm a, I'm a, a, a lifelong learner. The more I learn, the more I realize I, 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 I don't know a lot. <laughs> I think we're all there. And, and just for interest's sake, your brother's fine. He he's came fine. Out okay yes, yeah, no, out he's of doing very incident. well. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. that's great. This is Body Matters with Alana Olifi. And my guest is David Scullard from Powerhouse Ministries. And we are going to be discussing the topic of hope. Um, so, 
David, don't you want to tell us, you said that you felt on that Lord, that the Lord laid on your heart the message of hope. And I know that this um, topic is so relevant for where we are at the moment. Don't you just want to share what God has laid on your heart for this season? Yeah, sure, Alana. Um, hope is something that's very close to my heart. And everybody, every one of us needs hope. And without hope, we die within. And we live in very difficult times currently. And uh, with the pandemic still pretty much um, with us, uh, many people are going through extremely difficult times financially in their marriage, um, as a family, in their business, at work. And many people are losing hope and mm. they're losing hope for the future and in general. And I just I can just see it in my coaching sessions, counseling mm. and even at church that people are struggling at the moment. So. This is something I'm very passionate about. I know we need hope mm. and uh, we need hope because that's the fuel that takes us forward. Now, even before the pandemic, it was quite um, a big problem. Uh, people lost hope. Uh, and I read some stats recently. Um, every 40 seconds, people would lose hope to the extent that they take their own life. Sure, that's, that's every fe- yeah, 40 that's... seconds. And that's about a million worldwide every year. Oh, and that's if you, a lot. That's a lot of people mm. that, that end their lives. They just say, I've had enough. Sure. And um, when we look at the, the, the deeper stats behind that, there are even more people that try to end their lives because they lost hope. Mm. So, and that figure is close to 20 million people every year worldwide. And luckily, uh, most of them are unsuccessful in trying to end their life. Um, and they get another lease on life and another yes. chance. Um, so yeah, so people mm. lose hope when they lose perspective. And uh, for example, when they have a financial challenge mm. uh, or it's a marital challenge or uh, whatever it is that they're facing, uh, maybe it's an internal struggle that no one knows about. And um, the challenge just becomes so big mm. that it's all they see. And that's the problem because uh, we can so easily just focus on the challenge, on the problem, and then we... We don't see the good things mm. anymore. That is so true. I think people can <clears throat> become so introspective, you know, when you're mm. caught up in something. So it's the whole mindset of not yeah. being able to see beyond yeah. um, where they are at. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, the, the, the big challenge is people lose perspective. And mm. um, is, is they, they uh, and, and I can remember many years ago, uh, personally as well, that uh, I also lost perspective. I, I had a lot of challenges, financial challenges, um, relationship challenges before I met my beautiful wife and that I'm very happily married yes. to. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, and I, I just lost perspective. I mm. felt worn out and tired. And um, I remember the one day, and maybe if I can just mention yes, this as well, course. that um, I, I, I was looking at all the challenges. It was as if I was standing in this room and I, it was like these walls around me and that represented the challenges and i prayed and said god how do i get out of this Mm. and i remember god saying to me david stop stop looking at your challenges all the time and start to look beyond them and i said god what do you mean by that and he said if you look at your challenges it's going to become more if the bible says it what you behold you become Mm. and then god said to me look beyond it and he's and i and, and he said to me look until you see solutions breakthroughs until you see hope sure. and uh, that was really a, a watershed moment for me yeah. because i started to see solutions 
And I and and I think the big thing is when you go if you're going through mm-hmm. a financial challenge, perhaps now, for for example, yeah. that and it's so huge for you now. Think of that day when you're going to be debt free, when you're going to pay off those debts. It can come and it will come yes. if you keep your eyes focused on God. When you look beyond your challenges, your financial challenge or whatever it is, and you start to believe that a time will come and that these challenges will will be solved, then solutions will come. You'll start to see the good in life again yes. and you'll start to see hope again. This actually reminds me so much. I know that uh, there was a time in my life that I know that I was really down and depressed. And I remember sitting one day and I was looking out for the window. It was cloudy and it was overcast. And I said to God, I'm looking at these clouds and this is the way I feel. Just, Just this dark cloud that you just can't get out of. And the Lord said to me, I just want to tell you one thing. Beyond Mm. these clouds, the sun is always shining. And that was so powerful Mm. to know that this is just temporary, Mm. that the sun is always shining. So, yes, that just reminded me of what you were saying. Mm. It's it's just temporary. It's, you know, we need to look beyond that. Yeah, and uh, no, so so I I think what I would like to say to the, the listeners today is just don't give up. Don't. Don't go. Don't give up on life. Um, just uh, start to to look uh, into the future and see that breakthroughs will come. Believe it. Mm. See it. Speak yes. it. Think it, and it will come. For me, uh, when we went through our financial challenge, um, I thought to myself, I'll never be able to pay off all these debts during the financial mm. crisis of two thousand eight, two thousand and nine. Mm. And um, yes, it took a few years, but we got out of it, and God blessed us. Uh, tremendously, but we had to keep our focus on God. We had to uh, believe that mm-hmm. solutions was possible, that yes. it was possible to get out of this this challenge, and that it, we we could have hope because we are ult- our ultimate hope is in God, and He's got all the answers. Amen. Tell me, can you share with us? <clears throat> can you share with us any personal experiences where where God has come through for you in a time of hopelessness? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I think um, when you journey with God, then it's uh, pretty much your whole life is filled with stories of, of, of yes. finding hope again because life carries on and it's not easy. Sometimes, uh, even when you journey with God, mm-hmm. sometimes you will go through your challenging times um, and we need to find that hope and keep that hope yes. alive. Um, if I can mention or share this uh, sh- story from, from my life, um, I was married on the 3rd of April 2004 to Cornell, my wife, and um, for a few months we thought to ourselves, okay, we're not going to start a family immediately, um, maybe later the year. And it sounds so obvious, you just decide and it happens, and uh, then uh, nine months later, then uh, uh, you'll have your child. Yes, <laughs> and that's how we thought, <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, procedure. that's how it works. Um, but for us, it was a bit different. We, we at, towards the end of 2004, we decided that we wanted to um, start a family. And I remember we were so excited and we mm-hmm. even kitted out our whole, the, the bedroom. We had the, the compactum, room. the baby room, yeah. Wow. And uh, the compactum and the bed and or the cot rather and all these yeah. things. And we started to get the room ready because it was going to happen soon. And then after a few months, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Weeks and months turned into years, and we 
later on we went to see specialists and uh, many doctors. I tried to count one day how many doctors we went to see and it was probably um, the number of appointments added up to about at least 50 or 60 or more sure, over sure, the years. Wow. And it, was, it wasn't an easy mm, time for my wife, uh, even more for her than for me because she had to go through all these things herself as well. And um, so what happened was... Um, about after 12 years we of trying, um, we were well into all the IVFs, mm. those who don't know what is in vitro fertility treatment. Yes. And uh, it's, a, it's a treatment where, um, uh, where they obviously treat you um, outside of the body and plant in the, the embryo and all these things. Wow. So I don't want to get too technical mm. about it, but it, it's quite an, uh, emotionally, yes, physically... Training uh, even process. financially, it's sure. uh, it's draining, and uh, so we went into our mm. third IVF um, after all these appointments, and um, and then I remember to, uh, thinking to myself, and I and I thought to myself, well, what if this doesn't happen? What mm. if 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 Cornell doesn't fall pregnant again? It's been twelve years, and I thought to myself, wow, this, yeah, what will long. I will I be angry with God? Mm. Will I lose my my faith in God? Will I lose my hope? Um, because this has been a long time. Mm. And I remember we normally would get the uh, result uh, via SMS and then the doctor would phone us after that. So what happened was we sat on the couch and the SMS came through, negative. And sure. again, and I, and I thought mm. to myself, oh, how am I going to feel about this? Yeah. And I got up, gave my wife a hug and a kiss and I went to the bedroom and I closed the door and I cried. Grown man sure, crying sure. my heart that out must have been for hard. a few. It, it was was not easy. Cried and uh, um, and I and I uh, after a few minutes got up, opened the door, uh, wiped off the tears, and went in. And I thought to myself, well, I, I'm not angry with God. I'm not. Um, yes, it was a disappointment, but God knows best. Yes. And I realized in that moment that I could never lose my faith in God. He remains good. Whatever needs to happen, he knows. Mm. And then um, I went in and I sat next to my wife and I held her and I and we just sat there together and we knew that everything's in God's hands. We can't push it. Sure. And if I can just share uh, in line with this, yes. what God taught me right after that, and he, and and I read a, the the well known scripture Romans five verse three to five um, shortly after that. And if I can re just read it. Um, to all the listeners, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, mm. knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now, this hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And as I meditated and focused on this scripture, I realized what started to happen in my life after that. Um, when we read the first part, glory in tribulations, it's uh, God is saying, look at your challenge, but don't just look at it as something negative in your life. Mm. Maybe you are going through something difficult at the moment and you cannot see any, any change or anything good out of it. But if we do what Paul says here, we glory in our tribulations. Look at that challenge and say, God send it uh, perhaps and, and let's look at the positive of this. And then what we see happens in Romans 5 after that. When we change the way we look at our challenge, that uh, 
Goliath, that mm. giant in your life. We change the way we look at it. Then the scripture says, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. When you look at it differently, you will learn how to persevere in life. And then the scripture says that, that perseverance produces character. So now God starts to work on the inside. You know that feeling when um, when you have these disappointments or you go through these difficult difficult yes, times. And you don't understand it. Don't understand it. It feels as if sometimes as if somebody kicked you in the stomach. Yes. I don't know if you've experienced that in your life. I think we've all <laughs> experienced that in some other time in our lives. Yeah, definitely. It's and 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 the 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 good news is that that's character mm. being built sure. on the inside. And the the word says that that um, character produces hope. So if you if you look at what happened here, what Paul said is that um, tribulation. When we look at uh, at all these things that we're going through in a different light, then it you will start to produce perseverance as you go through this mm. and you journey with God. Whatever you are facing today, go through it with God. God will teach you how to persevere. That will in turn produce character in you. You'll yes. become the man and the woman. That God, God wants you to be, you to be. and That's also, amazing. and then also, what will happen is then real hope, as the scripture says, mm. says, will be produced in you. And the lovely parts of the scripture says, "Now this hope does not disappoint." And that's what sure. I experienced that day: is that when we go through these processes, we need it to become the people that God or the person mm. that God wants you to be. And then this hope that's produced in you will be so strong because the Holy Spirit poured it out in you. You had to go through that disappointment. You had to go through uh, that yes. process to, to persevere, to build your character so that that hope, that gold can be mm. produced in you. And whatever you need to face in the future, you will be able to handle it because the hope was given yes. to you by God. And what I love about that scripture, mm. it says that hope doesn't disappoint. And I think that whole process is to get to the point where you get the hope that actually doesn't disappoint. And and that also just reminds me of that scripture in Romans where it says that God works good, for, you know, out of out of all things, you know. And um, yes, that at the end of the day, whatever we go through, um, yeah, it, it will build our character and it will strengthen us and it even um, hardened, hardens us to hard times that we may persevere through whatever God has, you know, planned for us in the future. Yeah. And that is amazing. Um, can you tell us, I know that you've been through so much already, um, what advice can you give to people that are struggling with hopelessness? No, no sure. Um Maybe I can share some some of the um, the keys that I share with a lot of people that I journey with, um, and that I really saw help them to find hope again in their life. and And if I can share you just a few of those keys today, um, and and for for the listeners, and maybe all of the keys will not um, be relevant for you right now. Mm. But if you take that one or two and you apply it to your life, I know that God will help you to find the hope again. And the first key that I can give you is intimate times with God. We really need to spend intimate times with God because that's where we get our strength um, from God when we're intimate with Him, when we really make time for Him and mm. spend quality and enough time with Him and, and just soak in His presence, study His Word um, and just study His ways and, and we just meditate on it and focus on Him and just sometimes we just say nothing or uh, read nothing, mm. we just wait on the Lord mm. and then what will happen um, is we will get that strength as we read in Isaiah 40 verse 31. 
and so that's the first key, yes. intimate times with God. Yes. Um, a next key or another key is to take a time out from time to time. I call it a time out. Sometimes things, they just get too much. Mm. And we go through these difficult times or this difficult challenge. And when we're in it, we cannot see clearly. We cannot um, understand it. So we need to take that time out. You know, like in a football or rugby yes. game, they just call a time out and they want to um, just reassess uh, or assess yeah. what, what, to, what's going on. To get a new perspective. Yes. And, and so we need to do that as mm. humans as well. Yes. So we need to get that perspective and, and more important, God's perspective. Pray about it. Stand back. Even if you need to take a day off or mm. if it's possible for you or a few hours or go into nature or whatever yes. works for you. But take a time out. And I also think sometimes when things aren't going well, we want to try and fix it. Yeah. So we we like on a treadmill, trying to fix, trying to juggle all the balls and trying to. But sometimes it's that that scripture that says, be still and Mm. know that I'm God. It's maybe in the midst of that quietness that Mm. God can actually give us a a strategy plan Mm. or just something that Mm. God can just you know, lay on our hearts. Because I always say, you know, God is always talking to us, but sometimes yeah. we are so busy that we don't actually take time to hear God's voice in, in what he wants us to do. And sometimes That's we just different. need to hear that one thing that can set us free. Yeah, no, definitely. And and if I can just add another key to that, in, in, in um, it's it's to do a balance check sometimes. And it, and it um, slots into what you're saying now as well, is sometimes we, we, we can lose hope in life because we're not balanced. Yes. And things can just feel too much, mm. but maybe you have to um, start to exercise again or eat right, or maybe you haven't spent enough time with your, your spouse um, or with your children, mm. or you were at work too, too much. <laughs> yes, we yes. need to work hard as well. That's also a principle of God. So it's important to, to do a balance check from time to time as well. And then it's easy, and, and I do it with my, my clients and people that I see. Mm. When we do a balance check, we can so easily see where they're out of balance and then by just applying that one or two things or in that mm-hmm. area of their life it can change everything around it's like a domino effect yes. and if you feel healthy you've got more energy for work more energy for your spouse for your children and um, so so one can lead to a lot of about by correcting one area or getting that balance back mm-hmm. can really change everything as well yeah, I agree with that 100% because sometimes just a change of routine, just getting out of your normal day-to-day rut and just doing something extraordinary, going to go watch the sunset, going for a run, and you come back and it's just like you've got that renewed perspective. Yeah. Um, but that's just from my experience. Yeah. I, I, I experience yeah. that in nature or just going yeah. for a walk or yeah. You know, when things get too much, just yeah. just get out and do something completely different. Definitely, and I, and I think that that's so true. Um, we we really need to um, do what works for us. Do what works for you. If it's to watch a movie and just uh, relax a bit, or take a walk mm-hmm. in nature, or uh, whatever it is, do what works for you as well. And maybe another key that I can uh, uh, just touch on today is to to speak to somebody. Sometimes we just need to speak to somebody about our challenge, somebody that's maybe not too close. Maybe it can be a good friend, Any, anybody that you can trust and they know, you know that they'll keep it confidential. We need to speak to somebody and we, we, God did not make us to be alone here on earth. We need yeah. to speak to somebody about our challenges mm. 
Um, but the best is to speak to somebody that's got the knowledge to help you mm. or a, a very good friend that you can trust. Um, and then another key um, is to, and I see this this work very well with my clients and with yes. people that I see, is to, to get new exciting goals. If you have lost your hope in life, maybe you have um, not set nice exciting goals yes. for your life. We all need that. So um, if you are listening today and you're mm. thinking, well, I don't have a reason to live. I don't. Mm. I don't enjoy my life, or uh, whatever it is that's that that's challenging you at the moment. Maybe you need a new goal. Maybe you need an exciting goal, mm. something that can just give you some um, excitement in your life, and that can help you to find hope again. Another key or two yes. is to uh, to to make new friends. Mm. I mean, we need friends yes, in life. So that's yes, yes. So that's also a, a very important key. I, I just wanted to add to what you said about um, getting new goals and, and all of that. And I, I agree with that because I know that I've, I've been through a phase where, where I said I've been through depression. And I know that a lot of people who struggle with depression, and I mean, if, if it's the same as me, you wake up every morning and it's this big cloud around you you can't see the future everything that you do seems meaningless but the minute you start setting yourself little goals the minute you start um you know whatever you're good at like i want to write a book or you know i'm going to start a 10k run or you know and you take those small steps in doing that and when you look back and you see what you've accomplished it gives you the motivation to carry on but it's a little bit at a time and yes sometimes it's not just the internal but it's the practical things that we do physically that changes the the mental perspective so yes i believe that's very powerful uh, definitely and i can just agree um, with what you said now and that is that um, when we we get that goal um it, it can really have a ripple effect on your whole life mm. um i remember years ago i felt that i needed something new in my life and, mm. and um, my wife said why don't we go and run a half marathon I said well I can't wow. even run one kilometer what about a half marathon yes. and I prayed about it and we decided we're going to do that and mm. just that one goal it changed our life tremendously yes. because now we had to go and find out what tackies do we have to run with what what mm. what program must we um, follow what yes. food must we eat and all these things and that had a wonderful effect on all the other areas of our life and so i can just um vouch or just just uh, add to that and just say that um that's a very powerful thing to find an exciting new goal that can really add some spice to your life and also bring back that hope that you really need i also i i just want to add to that sorry but i i know that for me um the one thing that I felt that the Holy Spirit has actually taught me also during a time of hopelessness is to take your thoughts captive. Mm. And it's a lot of a lot of times we are in a state of hopelessness because of what we focus on all the time, like you said earlier on. And sometimes we are, are thinking negative thoughts, you know, that negative thoughts or repeating things that people had said or done to us. And once you get caught up in, in thinking those thoughts constantly, it becomes almost like a stronghold that you can't break out of. And I think coming back to the physical stuff where I feel that is powerful is when you set your mind on doing something else, it takes the focus of the thoughts 
onto something positive. And the Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds and that we should think mm. of what is good, right, and worthy of praise. I think that's Philippians. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, yeah. I think it's 4 verse 8. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think that is also powerful yeah. just to think about what we're yeah. thinking. And sometimes yeah. we just need to snap out of it and yeah. say, stop overthinking, just start yeah. doing and um yeah. You know, and we take it as it comes because hopelessness is, is, is it's real. And I know there's a lot of people out there struggling with it. And sometimes you just don't know, how, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. And there are ways that you can can do, even if it's just a little bit at a time. I know it's not just an overnight thing, yeah. but, but just start somewhere. And when yeah. you look back, you've made little yeah. baby steps. Yeah. No, it's, it's very true what you're saying. And I, and, and um, I didn't see you uh, uh, look at my notes because that's my next point. Oh, <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry. No, 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 but it's, it's wonderful. No, it's, it's just confirmation. And uh, maybe um, somebody must hear that today that, um, that we need to focus mm. on, on positive things. Yes. And um, as you said, that scripture, um, and, and it's so important to, to think about what you're thinking about because we, we become what we, what we think about. Yes. And um, Dr. Caroline Leaf, a well-known um, Christian as well and psychologist yes. um, and many other positions that she um, she holds. She is, uh, and, and a few of her colleagues um, wrote, uh, I'm not sure if it was in a book or article, they said that about 95% of all, or I think it's 87 to 95% of all illnesses are directly related to our thoughts. Yes. So what we think matters. And uh, mm. if we think the wrong thoughts, it can affect our health. Yes. Um, so we need to uh, think positive, good, uplifting thoughts. Mm. And it's a process. Um, and I always say to uh, people that struggle with, with negativity um, is to, to really uh, firstly think about what you think uh, and then also to, to start to speak uh, positive things about yourself, positive things about the people around you, about your mm. situation. Speak it, declare it. There's power in it. God created mm. by speaking into existence. So there's, there's power in it for us as well. And then also what we think is so important. It starts there. So we need to consider, and as you said, take every mm. thought captive yes. um, and fill our minds with positive thoughts. Um, and and it's, it sounds difficult, but when you get into that habit and you start to do it, it can really change things mm. around. And if you don't know how to do it, fill your mind with um uh, the scripture of God. Yes. Read s scriptures and and positive scriptures. Um, if you need healing in your life, uh, I know this well-known pastor's mother. She was diagnosed with cancer, and they only gave her a few uh, months to live. Sure. And she said, um, "Well, I'm not going to accept this." And this mm. was in, I think, it was in 1980. Wow. And um, she said, "I'm not going to accept this." Every time she drove past the graveyard, she would say, "You don't have a hold on me." death and she would speak and declare and she i think it was about 40 scriptures she read and declared over herself every day um about health and long life and she's about i think 86 or 87 today and sure. still very much involved in mm -hmm. ministry in this mega church in america wow. very well-known pastor her son and uh, she's still living because she declared it. she mm. she thought it she filled her mind her life with positivity and the goodness of God. And that's so powerful that our words carry power. 
So we declare positivity and, and we prophesying actually over our own minds and over our own bodies and over our own circumstances. And I know that that scripture that says faith is the substance of things hoped for. And um, faith and hope is hand in hand. So, and it says that faith comes from hearing mm, the yes. word of God. Yes, so the more we spend time in the word of God, the more you fill yourself up with the truth, because hopelessness is also a lie from the enemy. I mean, the enemy yes. wants to come to kill, steal and destroy. I mean, he wants you to be down. He wants yes. you to be negative. He mm. doesn't want you to enjoy your life. And it says, um, that, you know, God came so that we yeah. have may, may have life and life Amen. in abundance. So it's God's heart mm. for Amen. us to enjoy our lives. And God wants us to, to focus on the good things, to yeah. think positive mm. thoughts, to declare positive mm. things. And the more you do it, the more you yes. believe it. So Amen. that lie is so replaced with the truth of God that... Later on, you believe the truth over the lie, and yeah. that is when God can lift mm. you up. Yes, and I, mean. um, I know there's a scripture, I know I said that the other day, that, you know, to become a prisoner of hope. Mm. That is where God wants us to be. He wants us to be a prisoner of hope. He wants us to, to, to enjoy our lives, everything about our lives. This is Body Matters with Alana Ulifi, and we are nearly at the end of our discussion on the topic of hope. And with me, I've got Pastor David Scullard. So, yes, David, can you perhaps, before we end off, have you got any final, yeah, anything that you want to share before, yeah. we, before we end off? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I just want to say to everybody listening today, that never give up. Don't give up on life. Whatever you are facing, how bad it looks, I promise you, um, in God's eyes, it's not that bad. Don't give up. God's got a solution. Doesn't matter what you did. Maybe you messed up in life. I messed up a lot in life. And God just came through for me as I just submitted my ways to him. So I want to encourage everyone listening today. And I want to say to you, don't give up. See God. Seek hope, get hope again, because we need the hope. That's what fuels us to want to succeed, to want to live. And um, if I can just leave that thought with your listeners today, and that is don't give up and speak to somebody if you need to. Um, don't go through this alone. We need to, to journey together and help one another. Um, never, ever, ever give up. Seek hope until you find it. Thank you so much for that word. And and I know that you also, um, you do personal life coaching and you do counseling. And I know there are people out there that they need counseling, people who are just wanting someone to talk to, someone to share with. Can you just, just briefly tell us what that is all about? Yeah, well, sure. Um, most of the time I would obviously go to various businesses as well. I would do the, the coaching um, at the business, so I would typically typically go in and um, see five staff members uh, for one hour sessions, and then um, coach them on whatever their need their needs are, and then also, um, but also my private practice. Mm. So, and and I believe we we need for myself to be more effective. I had to combine counselling and the personal development coaching. So, um, because I, I saw more results in that because mm. people need to, to find the solutions for their challenges. And I can honestly say that it's, it's, 
it's only God that can help me to give the right advice and input. And the best part of these sessions, we chat in these sessions, we get to the the bottom of it. And the the best part is when we pray together. I I ask every person I see, even in the middle of sessions, when when God works it in my heart, but at least at the end of the session, and I would pray with them, the best part is to see what God does in their life in that next week, two or three or four weeks until we see each other again. And that's the best part mm-hmm. is that when we see what God does, he does far more than what I can Amen. do in my coaching sessions. But it's great. And that's a privilege and an honor to see the miraculous work of God. He's the breakthroughs that he brings in these sessions. And all glory belongs to God for that. Amen. So if anybody would like to contact Pastor David, I've got his details. And it is david at powerhouse.co.za. I'm just going to repeat that, david at powerhouse.co.za. But we're going to end up with some prayer. So I'm going to ask David to pray for us. So, yes. Thank you, David. Thank you, Alana. It's a privilege. And, and let us let us pray together and um, just ask God for his miraculous intervention. Amen. Lord, it's such a privilege today to speak on this topic of hope. And Lord, I know that there are people listening today who, who has lost hope in life. And they don't have the answers for their challenges. They, they are struggling at the moment. And Lord, I just want to pray now in the mighty name of Jesus that you will bring new hope in everyone's hearts this afternoon, today, Lord. Lord, that you'll just touch them now with your Holy Spirit. And Lord, it doesn't matter how down they feel now, may you just lift them up, give them new hope, Lord. And Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit will flood every person, every home, every car, everywhere where people are listening now at this very moment. Lord, I pray for hope. I pray that your Holy Spirit will flood us, Lord. I pray that people will, after this prayer and after this um, this interview now, Lord, I pray that people will just experience more hope. And Lord, I just pray that you'll bring breakthroughs, miracles, healings in the name of Jesus in this very moment and in this time ahead, Lord, for everyone listening right now. Lord, we just pray this in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I just feel in my heart if there's anyone out there and you just feel like you you can't anymore. God says you can. And it's not worth it. It's not worth taking your life. God has got a plan and a purpose for your life. He says to you today, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. It's plans to prosper you, not to harm you to give you hope and a future i just pray that you will have an encounter with the living lord god i pray that you will touch your people right now wherever they are that your holy spirit will fill them in the name of jesus and i pray for life and life in abundance lord that they will they will feel your presence father god and that you'll restore their hope father Thank you, Lord. I just praise you and thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, David, for sharing this encouraging message with us of hope. 
And I, I trust that to you listeners out there that your spirit has been lifted after this message and that God has really touched your heart. And um, yes, I just want to pray blessings over Powerhouse and um, yeah, over your ministry, over your coaching. And I know that God is going to use you powerfully. So thank you so much for coming today and for that powerful word. Thank you, Alana. And unfortunately, this is the end of our program, and I just want to thank you for joining me on Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. We will meet again next Saturday, same time, same frequency, with more great conversation. From me, Alana Willifier, have a blessed week. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m., Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za